Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You're a bunch of idiots. I thought that Macho Man Randy Savage had passed away. I'm glad to hear that he is still calling us to tell us how stupid we From are. You're a bunch of idiots. Dave and Mahoney. Poke it with the broom. Chris, you've owned multiple homes over the years. Have you ever just poked a fire detector with a broom and it button. just stopped beeping? The button. I like that you're just poking <laughs> it with poking. a broom. <laughs> Which, by the way, is something an old person does at that point. They just start poking things. Mahoney's just going to walk over and start whacking it. So <laughs> see if it'll stop. Dave and Mahoney. I think if you're worried about people knowing whether you're high or not, yeah. Shouldn't be getting high. Talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> I don't like to smoke weed or do edibles around anybody except for myself. I'm with you, Mahoney. Anytime that I get high, I'm like, talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, nothing like a little uh, fender bender when you're on the runway in an airplane. Oh, Jesus. Two people were injured at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport during an accident on the ground involving an airplane and an employee shuttle bus. The incident occurred as the American Eagle flight operated by Air Wisconsin was taxiing for takeoff and ran into the shuttle bus. Like, what? How do you miss an employee shuttle bus as a plane? Also, like, how do you like it's pretty wide open out there. How do you miss anything? Uh, The two passengers on the shuttle uh, got Transported to the hospital, just thankfully minor injuries. Uh, Six American Airlines employees were taken to the hospital for evaluation. Fortunately, no injuries uh, to anyone on the aircraft because, you know, the plane wins in that situation. Yeah, Yeah. that's like a car versus train, and the train wins every time. Plane versus car, plane wins every time. It was. It's a 50-seat, so it's a smaller aircraft loaded up with passengers, and the, uh, the damaged aircraft had to be taken out of service. So next thing you know, you're just sitting on your little flight ready to go and bust. You know what I'm really bummed off. out about the American Eagle? Because I've taken a couple of those, like little just puddle jumpers. Yeah. You know, uh, but the American Eagles airline, they should have like a uh, like a, like a, like a puka shell necklace yeah, they should, around man. the front end of that yeah. plane. <laughs> <laughs> really throw it back. Uh, some good news today as well, and I love stories like this. You know, you hear we hear about lottery winners, and you know everyone's been talking about the one point five billion dollar, uh-huh. uh, you know, Powerball and all of that. But you know, we hear about these lottery winners. You're like, I've been playing the same numbers for fifty six years, and I finally won. No, this guy, his name is Zach. He's from Fowler, Michigan. Please tell me he did like a like a like a instant pick five or something. He, he said he went and got, got a Powerball ticket just on a whim. Yep, and he won two million dollars. My man. Yeah, hell yeah, just, Zach. Yeah, no no planning, no, no numbers, effort. Just, just on a whim. Yeah, showed up, walked in, here's twenty bucks or whatever. Uh, got himself a two million dollar prize. He said upon checking his account and seeing the two million dollars pending, he was. Uh, Rather shocked because he did it online and it uh-huh. showed the $2 million incoming. You're like, holy moly, that is awesome. So congratulations to him. He said he plans to buy a house and make investments. Sounds reasonable. And he said that he is describing the experience as something that you hear about happening to other people, but you never really expect it to happen to you, making it feel surreal. I'm on the other side of things. I genuinely believe I'm going to win every lottery that I enter. Shocked every and time we I lose. never do. Although I did win... $50 the other day. Really? Which is the biggest Have prize. you cashed in that lotto ticket oh, yet? Oh, yeah, I already spent it all. I oh. bought more lottery tickets. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you know that I love routine more than almost anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is just... I feel like I've got it dialed in pretty well. You and eat so the same we... thing every day. Yeah. You wear the same thing almost. I mean, not mm-hmm. the same thing, but, you know, literally a, a black shirt and jeans. Black t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. Literally every day of your life. Yeah, uh, yeah man. You uh, you love the same 
you, you know, you've got your brands of wine that you love. You are a man of routine and familiarity. So, you know, the kids have been on fall break, and I am just so glad that they are back to school this week. <laughs> I mean, not that it wasn't fun, but man, there's just been so much stuff that has been going on, and I am just, do I look tired? I feel like I'm tired. You look all right. You don't look yeah. too tired. All right, well. You look like you've, you know, I mean, I've seen you look better, but I've seen you look much worse. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. a nice medium there. So just to give you an idea of, you know, this past weekend for me, we had some friends that came to town because their kids were also on fall break. Convenient. Uh, there was seven children, all eight years and under, in my house this weekend. That's seven. a lot of kids. Seven. So and we know they, what you guys like to do in your spare time. <laughs> it was exhausting. I mean, it was fun, but like even the process of going out to eat did they with a stay party with you? of 11, they stayed with us. They did. Yeah, so you had yeah. seven kids staying with us in your house yeah. for what, three days? Yeah. Yeah. What is your, or your, uh, it's not your, what is your wife's obsession with staying with people and letting people stay with you? Because I know the couple that came. They are, you know, they, they have the means to rent out any hotel or sure, Airbnb sure. to their desire. No, but my wife, I mean, our kids are very close and they sure. actually did get along really well. Yeah. And, you know, so them like having them stay with us was not terrible because the kids were actually very entertained. Mm -hmm. But man, I tell you, I do not like going out to eat with seven children. Like, it is so challenging just to keep the peace. I mean, somebody's always dropping a cup of water and it's exploding all over the place. Somebody's whining, somebody's crying, somebody's not eating, somebody's throwing their food. It's just, it's a mess. Should have went to Chuggy Cheese, man. I know. Like, uh, that's where I, I'm like, let's just go somewhere where it's already loud because I don't want to be the loud ones. Yeah, you can't go to a, like, uh, you can't go to a nice place with seven yeah. kids. I'm like, let's sit on the patio. Dude, you know, just, you, know, you know what? Days of yore that have gone by, you know what would have been the absolute perfect thing? An old school dine-in pizza hut with a buffet. Yes. Those red plastic cups. Woo. You could and all you know just what? sit on those those picnic benches inside. The kids would have had the time of their life, too. Yeah. There's no expectation from the kids. No. Like, why are but we you're just getting this? pizza? Yeah, we're, we're going to all these places that are, according to my wife, cute. I'm like, we don't need to go to a cute place with seven kids. We're going to be the annoying ones. Were you the annoying ones? Every single meal. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Here's some commonly mispronounced words. It's mischievous, not mischievous. It's fentanyl, not fentanyl. It's wash, not wash. It's milk, not milk. It's jewelry, not jewelry. It's height. Which rhymes with kite, not hype. Message deleted. Question. Am I saying insufferable correctly? Is that right? <laughs> insufferable. This this guy is the the walking uh, grammar Nazi <laughs> that, oh. that you find on the internet. Always correcting people about everything, all of the time. Um, I don't know. Is he right about some of those? I think he might not. I, I didn't know about the fentanyl. What do you say, fentanyl? Everybody I've ever heard fentanyl? says fentanyl. I was oh, he saying fentanyl? It's fent well, fentanyl. Fentanyl. But fentanyl. Fentanyl. Is, you know, okay. I've heard it. That's usually how you hear it on the news. Mm -hmm. Was he correcting you guys with those words? Probably. I don't, you know, I don't really yeah. remember a lot of those words being used. But I don't know. Maybe. 
Or is he using us for a platform to complain about everybody else? Let people live their life. <laughs> speak how they want to speak. Who cares? How does it? How does that affect you? Same same thing with if somebody uses the word ain't, you know, or y'all, mm-hmm. and you get all up in arms about that. Like, settle down. Like, just let you know what they're saying. I'm negative for y'all. I like y'all. Yeah. Y'all's fun. I can't get I out like of my vocabulary. Y'all, y'all is fun, man. Yeah, y'all's fun. Is. Yeah. Those Texas girls, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What's something you bought yourself that made your job a whole lot easier? Message deleted. Our I mean, job? Yeah, I mean, for for me, it's just one thing. Uh, the computer monitor that I have, it's like one of those gigantic j- Yeah, you have gaming- the, those super wide... Yeah, it's like a gaming yeah. computer monitor. Yeah. Because like I used to have like three monitors on my desk, and it was just janky and annoying and everything else. Now it's just one gigantic monitor. You know, the three monitors didn't have to be janky. That's just poor organization of cables How by you. dare you? As How? a man with six monitors. Oh, you used Actually, to have six monitors. You don't now, do well, you? Well, I will in my next oh, house. Oh, will you in your next house? I just don't have... I don't have... I don't have... You also, know. six monitors is totally unnecessary, and you've learned that. You've told me that you have your six monitors up, and you are actively looking for programming like you're a sports bar <laughs> to put on... To, you're putting on, like, random Korean baseball games. Hey, I bet on random Korean baseball <laughs> just, games just all so the time, you have sir. something on those monitors. <laughs> Korean baseball, I will tell you this, I'm a... Ba- in, in, in the la- over the last, like, couple of years, I have fallen in love with baseball again, and Korean baseball and Japanese baseball are fun. Yeah. They just are. American baseball is great, too. But, you know, when you have six monitors, you can watch what literally. you got boxing, MMA, football, and Korean baseball that I'm, you know, currently over-leveraged and betting in. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you or your friends ever gotten in trouble or hurt by a paintball, BB, or pellet gun? Message deleted. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten in trouble. I've, I've, I've told the story a couple of times, but uh, me and my buddy Sam used to have some BB guns, and we would like to uh, kind of harass the uh, the neighbor girls because we were flirting with them. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know it at the time because we were pretty young, but we would like shoot the BB guns close to them to like get their <laughs> attention. <laughs> what a great what way, a way to, to pick them up. Yeah, what a great way to flirt. And one of them, I guess, ricocheted off of a tree and hit this girl in her leg. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing jeans. It didn't hurt, obviously, that bad. But she sure acted like it did. I guess the flirting wasn't going so well. Mm. And she went inside and told her mom, who then came over and told Sam's mom. Now, Sam's mom was a very large woman named Aloha. Which means hello and goodbye. It does. <laughs> More so the goodbye. And... <laughs> I, I still remember the, this moment as clear as it, if it happened yesterday. Aloha called us both in and said, did you shoot the neighbor girl with a BB? And we're like, no, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. And she's like, she said that you shot her right in the leg. And she took the BB gun and snapped, snapped it, it over oh. her knee. It was a rifle then? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a rifle because, you know, you could pump those things like 150 yeah. mm-hmm. times. And she just... Poof, Snapped it over her knee and BBs went everywhere, and you just heard the clink, clink, clink. I mean, I've been shot multiple times. I mean, I had a friend that did the air rifle, pumped it as many times as he could, put it against my foot, and pulled the trigger, and it like went through the tongue of the shoe. Oh, yeah. I still have an indent in my top of my foot. I got shot in the back with an arrowhead pellet, and my when I was a kid, my entire neck swelled up like 
the size Dude, pellet, almost, you yeah. get hit with a pellet. Pellets kill birds and Dude, squirrels, man. Do kids still have pellet guns and BB guns? I feel I like that's kind not. of gone away. Maybe out in the country, but not. I mean, I actually don't even think then. They just give them, like, 22 or something at that point. <laughs> if you did not, like, step on the handle... To fire, you know, to like. Are keep, you continue. even trying? Yeah. yeah. Like, what yeah. Do you, you get like a running start to try to cock it one more time. <laughs> so. Be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833 Yo Dummy. Leave a message. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash, I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I can only assume that you did not watch the Chiefs and Vikings game this past weekend because. Taylor Swift didn't even show up. Dave, you know, I could not believe that we did not get a uh, Swift and Kelsey uh, play-by-play every moment of uh, that game, which, by the way, good close game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a lifelong Vikings fan, it ended how a lot of the Vikings games have ended this season in utter disappointment. But, you know, we, we lost with dignity. I was actually talking with our friend Alberto about that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, he's like, every single Vikings game – is not like what we saw with the Cowboys and the 49ers no. game where they just get blown out and massacred. It's like a one-score game. It's always a one-score game, and last year they all seemed to go the Vikings' way. This year, not so much. Uh, but, man, it was uh, another heartbreaker, you know? The, yeah. uh, the Vikings had the opportunity to potentially did. win that game and then just did not. Uh, but Taylor Swift was not there to see it. I don't, do you think this is um, means there's... Trouble in paradise, Dave? Well, Jim Nance, you know, the commentator for CBS, said, uh-huh. here's uh, some words that I never expected to say during my broadcasting career, but Taylor Swift is not in the building. <laughs> like, even even they have to recognize it because everyone's sitting there with bated breath waiting to see if they're going to pan up to but the But, I box. mean, like, somebody of her stature who travels as much as she does and has, you know, a, a, an insane work schedule as well to... You know, fly to a different city every week to watch your boyfriend play. It's like you see two of them. You're like, I get the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, is he coming to every one of her concerts? Good- Are we going to have a Kelsey cam at Taylor's concerts? No, because nobody cares. <laughs> so can you imagine uh, caring what Kylie Jenner is doing on social media when this horrible conflict is going on over in Israel right now? I, I mean, do not. Dave. I mean, it's just unbelievable that that is even a headline on TMZ that, you know, Kylie Jenner posts, then deletes pro-Israel messages on her social media. Like, how do you make that about what Kylie Jenner is doing on social it's media. It's just, I mean, Who TMZ cares? in this case is just like, what are you doing? You are trying to exploit a tragedy that's going on in the world and like, and also tie in Kylie Jenner and the Kardashians and all the, it's just like, uh, just stop TMZ. Stop. So the Exorcist did pretty well at the box office, actually. $27.2 million this weekend. It was a very expensive movie to make. And, you know, we were talking about this last week, Mahoney. Like, how do you spend $400 million on a horror film? Uh, But they did, and they really needed this to have a strong opening weekend. And it actually did really well. Well, it did really well, I mean, at uh, at the box office. But it did not do that well when it came to the audience or its score on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, you know, gave it 22% fresh, Yikes. which is real bad. And which is yeah, wild because the Saw movie actually got exceptionally good reviews it, from the critics. It really did. And the audience not loving it much either. Only 59% fresh from the audience as well. And it's interesting that that came back up, um, 
you know, that they backed it up. You know, it was actually supposed to come out on Friday to the 13th mm-hmm. to, you know, really, sh- you know, like kind of, you know, it's this is a horror movie. This is going to, you know, scare you. You know, th- is there a scarier day of the year than Friday the 13th? Uh, but they got scared themselves because they didn't want to compete with Taylor Swift's movie, bringing it full circle. Well, I actually went to a movie this weekend, which is uh, pretty uncommon for me. What so, was out that you went and saw? Well, it's uh, it's one that I've been very much looking forward to. What's that? Paw Patrol. How was it? It was a Paw Patrol movie. Was, I mean, but was it a good Paw Patrol movie? Uh, you know, it wasn't bad. Like, the kids have been looking forward to it for a long time. So, like, actually going to the theater and getting them all their they little enjoyed snacks, it. they loved it. They could uh, not get enough. Of Paw Patrol, by the way, Dave, 82% fresh from the critics. Pretty strong. 94% fresh from the audience. I so. would concur that I would I would give it a thumbs up if somebody asked me, which no one did. Uh, and finally, Will Ferrell was DJing a party this past weekend. A frat party at the University of Southern California. It's his alma mater and yep. his son's current fraternity. His, his son goes there and is in the fraternity, and he showed up. With his backwards hat on and his sunglasses and DJed the party. And I can just not imagine anything cooler. I mean, is it though? Like, if it was anybody else's dad who showed up to DJ at their frat party. It wouldn't be cool. But it's Will Ferrell. How do you not love Will Ferrell? I mean, we do, but do the the youths. I still think the youths are into Will Ferrell. Okay. I I think they grew up with with Will Ferrell. I think think you're right. This is Dave and Mahoney. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah! It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Bill is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Bill? Good, good. How you doing? Excellent, man. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these, and we have some that are very popular. 327,000 views on one of these. Others, not so much, like the least popular one, 17 views. But let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You're looking for the artist and the song in order to get a full point. Mahoney is available for lifelines as necessary. Here we go with number one. Good luck. Stop it right there. I kind of dug that, and it's from an artist called Lazy Boys Mahoney. Okay. Only 943 views on that Is it Lazy Boys with a Z at the end? It is not, unfortunately. Man. I missed an opportunity. All right, Bill, do you know it? Yeah, that's uh, Ragdoll by Aerosmith. Yes, sir. Full point. Well done. All right, the next one here is the least popular one of the day. It's only got 17 views on it, so good luck. Here we go. And the beats have all growing longer overnight. I tip my head to the new constitution. They gave bow for the new revolution. Smiling green at the changes all around. Pick up my guitar and I'll play. Just like yesterday. Then I'll get on my knees and I'll pray. I kind of get why that has 17 views. All right, over to you, Bill. Do you know it? <laughs> that is won't get fooled again. Who? Yes, sir. Full point. Well done. Two for two, baby. Doing great. All right. The next one here is the most popular one of the day. 327,000 views. A lot of views, Dave. It is. Good luck. And you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. 
stop it right there. I oh, mean, it was I just starting I know, to get good, man. I, know. I really thought that that was impressive. Like, I get why that has that many views. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't no, know. you don't think so? <laughs> that was pretty good. Could have been better. Yeah. Uh, you're a hater, Bill. Do you know it? Uh, that is Pink Floyd, but I, I always forget the name of that song. Is it Time? Yes, sir. It's Time by Pink Floyd. Exactly. Three for three. You can win it right here, and you can win it if you get this one correct. It's got 104 views, and it's from Dr. Love. Not Mr. Love, Dr. Love. Didn't spend all that time at the Love College for nothing. Here we go. And we'll stop it right there. You can get the win if you're able to get this one. You do have a lifeline if necessary. Do you know it? That is Queen Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Yes, sir. I love that Dr. Love was just like, you know what I need on this this cover? All the echo. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you are a very big Costco fan, and it's not because you necessarily love Costco. It's because your wife has conditioned you to think that you love Costco, which, you know, I'm here for that. You know, if, if you find joy in I haven't that- been conditioned, sir. Mm-hmm. I was going to Costco well before I met my wife. Why? Oh, really? Do you You're, not remember I used to date a girl who worked at Costco? Did you really? Yeah. Was it like for the free membership? Yeah. <laughs> Save you $60 a year or whatever it is? Hey, man, business membership. I got money back. <laughs> so uh, Costco has been in the news recently because they have the uh, the gold bars and people are freaking out and they're rushing to Costco to get the real gold bars that you can buy there, mm-hmm. which uh, seems kind of strange to like rush into a Costco uh, and buy a uh, you know, like a two thousand dollar gold bar, but people are doing it. You know, one of my favorite videos that I have ever seen from Costco is that when they open up near like Thanksgiving, and they have literally like twenty thousand chicken or not chicken pot pies, pumpkin pies, and then you just watch them all get snatched up. People will buy. Literally anything and everything from Costco. They sell, you know, there's there's certain Costco's across the U.S. that sell like survival uh, barrels. Yeah, I've seen uh, those. Yeah. You know, and that are really big, and that they go quick. So the fact that they're selling blood or blood, selling gold. Well, you know, maybe we don't know how they got their gold. Uh, you know, they're selling the gold, or they they have diamonds and jewelry. It's that doesn't blow me away that people are excited to buy this. You, you uh, kind of accidentally said uh, chicken pot pie instead of uh, pumpkin pie? Dude, the chicken pot pie from Costco. That that thing slaps. Yeah, it does. That's real good. Dude, That's but I'll good. tell you this much. Even as a fat guy who likes to, you know, occasionally challenge himself to see just how gluttonous he can be, mm-hmm. that chicken pot pie is not for one person. <laughs> oh, no, God, no. no I've man. tried. It's for a family of six, man. I've tried, what are you man. doing? Jeez. <laughs> So, Mahoney, this is uh, this is your future self, perhaps. There is a Costco uh, couple that are being called super fans of, okay. of Costco. They have traveled over 220,000 miles over the last seven years to visit more than 200 Costcos in 14 countries. I mean, they're dedicated, Dave. I, th- I feel like I've been to pretty close to that amount. You know, I mean, I you know I have been to... Uh, about twenty one thousand McDonald's across the uh, the globe. So the, you know they they're, they're doing their part. I understand. It's just not true. I understand what they're doing. 
Yeah, I mean, the uh, they, they post pictures of themselves at all of these different Costco's. And uh, you know what? If that's your thing, that seems kind of innocent and pure. And, like, they're, they have a thing that they enjoy doing together. And, I mean, I'm looking at these pictures of them, and they look happy. genuinely happy, which I don't understand. Well, also, Dave, I don't know if you knew this or not. Outside of here in America, you know, we know what the traditional uh, Costco food court items are. you got the hot dogs. The pulled pork sandwiches, the occasional churro, and the pizzas. But if you go to other countries, they have their own delicacies Ooh. at their Costco's as well. On top of the dollar twenty-five hot dog, dollar twenty-five hot dogs everywhere. Yeah. All right. This is David Mahoney. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything. Well, uh, almost anything. Call eight three three yo dummy to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney show. When I hear the song, Another One Bites the Dust, I think of Weird Al Yankovic's song, Another One Rides the Bus. I'm wondering, what's your favorite Weird Al song? Message deleted. I used to love Weird Al so much, but the one that stuck with me the most from my youth was the Stuck in a Closet with Vanna White. Yeah. (laughs) But man, everything that he did, I loved. Weird Al was my first, like, favorite artist. Like, the first cassette I ever bought was... Weird Al. And my favorite, I've got a couple. It's I can't just pick one. Uh, my favorite parody from Weird Al is, you know, I know it's it's so, it's just, you know, fat from Michael Jackson. Yeah. I thought that was the best music video ever. I loved, I lost on Jeopardy, but my favorite, like, uh, parody that's not a parody, that's more of an inspiration is Dare to be Stupid. Which is his, uh, it's a take on Devo. And they're like, yeah. Devo came out and said, this is better than any song we could have ever written as Devo. This is pure genius. And that's the thing I love about Al. There's, like, it doesn't matter if you get a Grammy or, you know, whatever, uh, you, you get a platinum record. If you are covered by Weird Al, there is no higher honor in the music world. We've had the chance to meet Al a couple times over the years, seen Al a couple times live in concert. Super nice guy. I mean, literally the nicest guy in the music business, insanely talented. And if you go see him live, seeing the uh, just the variety of music that his band can play and how well they play it, they are masters. Like a surgeon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that one? What about that one? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one was great. Oh, God, Weird House. Amazing. Please leave a message after the tone. You guys were talking about Ultimate Warrior the other day. He was my favorite as a kid. Like, I F Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was trash. Ultimate Warrior was amazing. The energy, the music, it's great. Then I'm an adult. I found out he's a total scumbag. He was a douchebag. Nobody liked him in the back. He was a terrible person. I was like, ugh, man, that sucks. Why couldn't Hulk Hogan be the guy who was everyone hated? Well, he kind of was, too. Anyway. Message deleted. Is that true about the Ultimate Warrior? I've never heard that. I mean, he's got some views that people don't agree with, but some people do. Okay. But, you know, he was not loved in the back mm-hmm. of, the, of the house, you know, but he was also getting pushed crazy. But also, think about the amount of steroids that yeah. that guy was doing to look the way he was. Every inch of that dude's body was vascular. How is it that Hulk Hogan, who obviously also did a whole bunch of steroids, right? Massive amount. How is he always so muscly yet so flabby at the same time? <laughs> and has the world's best hair. 
You know he you know he flat irons that hair. <laughs> yes, I mean, you uh, know he does. I mean, the skin around his his pecs just looks it's like just, leather. It's just loose leather. I loved Hogan, man. <laughs> like Hogan as, look, as a kid, he looked like a, an old recliner. <laughs> <laughs> Have your like because wrestling's just so different now than what yeah. it was. It was, you know, when we were kids. Like, do you, is there ever, do you think any of your children will ever be into it or you'll ever let them watch it? Sure. Duke, my son, would totally get into that. You think so? Yeah. People yeah, flying off stuff and yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll body slam them in the pool, you know? Yeah. And be like, I mean, WWE. You already let them watch UFC. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. If you could live in any era of history, when would it be? Message now, needed. right now. What are you now. talking about? You can, like, if you take away any of the modern conveniences, I don't know how to get places. What are you talking about? Like, I think it'd be fun to try for a day. No, for a day maybe. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, sure, like Westworld. You know, like go experience it, but it's not really like going to a place that doesn't have air conditioning. If I could be rich and young, like if you're talking like 32 years old mm. and rich, yeah. Send me back to like, you know, the late 70s, early 80s. I feel like that would be you a pretty- You just want that good cocaine. Yes, I say. You just I know what cocaine. you're doing. You already got the gold chain on. You just want the good cocaine, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, yeah man. All right. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So last week, Chris was telling us all about the terrible date that he had been on. And I, I would tend to agree that that was a really, really bad date. Uh, but this one is somehow even worse. It is a woman who went out on a date with a guy, and she's saying, like, hey, you, know, you know, this woman didn't really appear to be that interested in him. Right. You know, kind of like Chris was dealing with, you know. Or a little the, bit. Yeah, she, she seemed to be kind of distracted on her phone a lot. See, you know? but this isn't, that's not that uncommon. I hear that story all the time. It's just, you got crappy people who are like, why, who are just like either like looking for a free drink, a free meal, or are just wanting to get out of the house for whatever reason, but don't bring anything to the table themselves. So what's interesting is that this uh, this 24-year-old woman met up with this 35-year-old guy, and they drove to a nearby park. Like, you're going on a date, and you're like, hey, let's just go to a park. This is red flag all over it, unless it's, like, daytime, and we are meeting in, like, Central Park of New York. But even then, probably not, because there's still places you get murdered. So they they find out that the park is closed when they get there. And so they're like, all right, well, let's just go back to the apartment complex. And he again, he says it's weird because this this woman is on her phone and she's texting a lot. And also she made like a phone call. And she's like, this everything about this just seems weird. But he's still trying to get laid. He's still trying to get laid. And so he's like, why don't you come back and see where I live? Upon Did he get robbed? Getting back to the apartment. He got robbed. Of course so they were did. confronted by two men, one armed with a gun, who ordered the victim out of his vehicle, demanded the keys. Uh, the woman calmly exited the vehicle and appeared to wait while the armed robbery was taking place. The victim provided photographs of her from the dating app because they had been talking online. And so he's like, hey, this is the woman who robbed me, leading to her identification and arrest on an armed carjacking felony charge. That's not the kind of carjacking I want on a date. That's not what I expected at all. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. We have seen and heard about some very impressive back-to-backs before when it comes to people doing stupid stuff in the Redneck Report. Mm -hmm. This may be the most impressive one ever. What happened, Dave? So... A 49-year-old man from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, was taken into custody after trying to flee the scene 
involving a crash of his 1974 International Harvester 4000 Series farm vehicle. <laughs> Crashed into a 2011 Toyota RAV4. Oh, at no, a stop not sign. the RAV4. <laughs> so he's in his big old farm thing and right into the RAV4. After the crash, the driver of the RAV4 followed the farm vehicle because, you know, like, you're pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Honking to get the operator's attention, the tractor driver later admitted to the police that he had been drinking before driving. The tractor operator was arrested, processed, and released. Just 17 minutes after being released, he was found operating another tractor on the roadway and was arrested for a second DUI. Where is he getting all these tractors, first and foremost? I don't know, man. Where is he getting all this liquor that he's drunk 17 minutes after being released? He had to have still been drunk, right? Probably. I'm curious, though. Because can you get drunk in 17 minutes? I mean, I guess if you're just, like, pounding shots or something maybe. like that. Maybe. I mean, if it sets into your... I mean, I was thinking if you butt-chugging it, maybe. Chris, have you ever heard of a 1974 International Harvester 4000? Absolutely. I got one in my dad's backyard. Really? No. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea what that is. But I was going to ask, do you know if it is legal, though? I mean, obviously, this man took his... Uh, tractor onto the roadways and hit a ravioli four. <laughs> that's right. That's its Christian name. That is its Christian yeah. name. It's God given name. But I would think if you own the fields that you're farming and you're driving your tractor on your fields, that should and you're you just so happen to have had a couple beers. You should be good, shot, right? You, I would think that would be legal. Dude, I, mean, I, I am looking at an International Harvester 4000 right now. What's it look like? And it is comical. It looks like a busted-ass old John Deere. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, anything from a vehicle from 1974 on the roads, especially a working vehicle. I would also be drunk if I was driving this. I mean, this is the sort of thing that I think you have to have a couple of drinks to, to get behind the wheel of the mm-hmm. old Harvester 4000. <laughs> <laughs> so, our favorite place in the world. The Villages in Florida. The Villages in Florida. You, you knew where I was going mm-hmm. with this. They have got another headline in the news today because a retired Illinois police chief was arrested for shoplifting at the Walmart in the villages. Bro, you know Walmart has casino-level security cameras. He is a retired police chief. He was arrested because he walked into the Walmart, put some of their goods into a plastic bag, and then just tried to walk right out. Boop, they got him. Idiot. What are you doing, man? I was at Walmart, did some cough drops. Yeah. And they had two sales associates sneak up behind me to check on my cough drops to make sure I wasn't cooking meth. You look way too successful to be in Walmart. You look suspect. <laughs> That's exactly what I like. <laughs> this guy. Something ain't right here. <laughs> nah, man. I, 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 this guy's got a gold chain on. Like, what is he doing here? He is definitely shoplifting, or he is the kingpin of a meth operation. Nah, man. I'm buttoning my Tommy Bahama down to the fourth button to let that gold <laughs> chain and that chest hair hang out. Woo-wee. You should have been arrested. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. As far as places where they find really weird things, the airport has got to be the top of the list, right? I mean, we we see people that are smuggling all kinds of stuff through airports, and not even the fun stuff like drugs. Yeah, I'm or talking money. About people with the the live reptiles and or birds. We birds. see birds or marmots. A lot of marmots getting smuggled. What was it? Didn't that guy have like forty marmots on him one time or something yes. like that? They were like taped to him. Like, he had taped a bunch of animals to his his person to try to sneak them through security. You're like, what an absolute weirdo. Well, customs agents at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport seized and destroyed a box of 
giraffe feces? What? Brought into the U.S. by an Iowa woman? Okay. Intention for the giraffe excrement to make a necklace, she said. Uh, she'd previously used moose droppings for the jewelry, but this time really wanted to use... She went out of the country to procure some giraffe poop. Yeah. Um, the uh, the giraffe poop was destroyed through steam sterilization in compliance with the USDA destruction protocol. And the uh, Customs and Border Protection emphasized the health risks associated with bringing fecal matter into the United States, uh, citing the potential transmission of diseases uh-huh. due to, you know, contaminated jewelry. Uh, but I don't really understand. Maybe it's just because that's not the sort of jewelry that I would wear, uh, whether it's moose poop or giraffe poop. But, I mean, does it ever stop stinking? I mean, even if it hardens and then, like it gets wet, or you sneeze, or you sweat, you sweat. It just feels it like this re- is reactivates uh, the poo. Yeah, this seems like a, a situation you don't want to be in. I just imagine the TSA agent, you know, opening the box of this, you know, asking her what this what crap is, this? is, right, and her telling him it's giraffe poop. I mean, th- and thinking that this woman literally must be higher than a giraffe's ass. <laughs> I guess the fines for smuggling in giraffe poop range between three hundred and a thousand dollars, which does not seem like enough. That doesn't seem like a deterrent. No. Yeah, like I mean, you get a bigger ticket for like riding dirty in the carpool lane. Yeah, you need a deterrent. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling eight three three yo dummy. That's eight three three nine six three eight six six nine. You know, my favorite 80s show when I was a kid was Airwolf, the theme song. And then that helicopter could do everything. That was like the James Bond of helicopters. That show was amazing. Bring it back. Message deleted. Do not remember that at all. That show was badass. Chris, do we got that theme song? Mm, no. <laughs> You're going to put that voicemail in and not pull the theme song from Airwolf? which was badass. It was second only to Knight Rider. Knight Rider being the end-all, be-all of badass action right, 80s right. thong, songs. You need it. This is badass? It, I mean, this is the full-length version, by the way. <laughs> Three minutes and You're talking over the best part, but listen to these horns. You're telling me this isn't getting you ramped up? No. Knowing a Blackhawk yeah. helicopter is just going to come out of nowhere? Wreck some fools. Why did every single theme song from the 80s sound the same? Because <laughs> they were all written by Mike Post. That's why. No, this it is- was that, synth- that synthesizer when it started getting used in the 80s. Because this is like the same sound for a lot of the, the early video games, too. You know? Yeah, I don't remember that, sh- that show at all. Uh, easily my favorite show from back in the 80s, MacGyver. I mean, just all oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so great. And I totally lie to myself and thought that I would be capable of the same things if I was put into similar harrowing situations. I'm like, I can certainly make an explosive out of some toothpaste and a, and a paperclip. But think about how amazing that show was that it coined the term MacGyvering. So, you know, like yeah. now you're like, hey, MacGyver, anytime you're trying to make something out of nothing. Even yeah. all those years later, I mean, MacGruber still. Oh, hit. yeah, MacGruber. I used to love that on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> They <laughs> try to try to rig something up and just always blows hands off. So <laughs> there were some paparazzi photos of Richard Dean Anderson, who is currently. Yes, like who was MacGyver. There's, hang on, man. Like, you got to be like bottom of the barrel paparazzi if you're staking out Richard Dean Anderson. Nah, man. They, they saw Richard Dean Anderson. He was in L.A. on the side of the road 
with a broken down car. Well, well, well. It, it was, was all lies. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, hi. I don't know if uh, you guys welcome the grammar police on your show or not, but I'm going to play grammar police here. And I don't know if it's, I know it's not your job, but I don't know if it's Chris's or whatever, but the it's was spelled I-T apostrophe S. I-T apostrophe S is the contraction for it is. It has nothing to do with possessive. Whoever sends out the information that shows what song it is, it says I-T apostrophe S, and it shouldn't be no apostrophe in a possessive. Message deleted. Are you talking about, what? like, when the song's playing on the radio on your car? I, I thought he was Just talking about a Facebook post, which I will absolutely not be guilty for. That would be Dave for the most part. Um, but I think he's talking about the, the what's what we call RDS, which is the display of song title on people's radios. Yeah, no, and that is absolutely Chris's fault. No, that's not In my fact, fault. In fact, anything that I, goes wrong is always Chris's fault. Actually, I can't argue with that. That's yeah. kind of my job here. It's your job. It, it, is, <laughs> it is my job. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave Mahoney and Chris, what are your opinions of dimples on women? Ooh. Message deleted. Hot. Oh, hot. Just, just hot. melt me. Yep. Yeah. Melt me. Stupid. Uh, Super hot. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, God. Mm. All right. We got to stop okay. this. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, it's not that often that you get really angry these days. You've done a good job of uh, bottling up your rage and finding ways to deal with it. When I was a young man, Dave, mm-hmm. I would get so angry that I my vision would tunnel into a white tunnel. Almost is, like how some people describe dying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're going into a, a long tunnel of light. I would see white. It would, it, my vision would narrow and I would see white. I would get crazy angry. And I think it's, you know, due to hormones as, yeah, a, as a teenager and a, and, a, and a guy in his like early 20s. That's abnormal, right? I mean, I don't. I've never been so angry that my vision has tunneled. I had a lot of pent up anger as a teenager. Like, and I think I do. I think it was hormones. I mean, I took Accutane, you know. So for my skin, I had real bad skin problems. So We've I don't heard know a lot of that, stories about how Accutane messes with people. Yeah. It, it could. So I don't know if that played a part of it. But it was always like, man, like I had a ton of pent up rage, which is funny because my wife laughs at me because. When I turn on, like, my new metal playlist and I'm listening to, you know, all this, like, you know, the angry, angry rock. You said uh, Limp Biscuit Break stuff is on the, uh, oh, on the playlist. Yeah, yeah. Corn, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot, Mudvayne, yeah. all Disturbed, all of those bands that, you know, like, she's like, what did you, 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 you had a loving family you had a good upbringing, like like. There's no reason why you should. Why be were you into so mad? I'm like insane I, clown posse. What's wrong with you? I don't know why I was so mad, but I've I've done a good job over the years of dialing that back until last night. That's you know it's about eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden at my house at eight eight ten o'clock you hear. It's like a cop knock. Cop knock, and then my doorbell rings, and I'm like, what? It kind of jars me mm-hmm. for a half second, then I'm like, oh. Hell no. And I know I haven't ordered anything to the house. There's no reason somebody should be cop knocking on your door at 8 o'clock. There is no reason that somebody should be cop knocking on my door. So what I do, I hear something move away. I like, I basically just like run to the front door at this point because I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I see a golf cart driving away. 
A golf cart? A golf cart. I, I'm in a I'm in a neighborhood where there's a bunch of golf carts. No, I get that. It's just it's hard to be aggressive on it's a golf like cart. Peeling away like. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell my wife, <laughs> and as I'm telling her what's going on, because my adrenaline is going through the roof. I'm like, oh, this is somebody's like trying to like start some stuff, like, and you know, you go into protective mode of your family. <laughs> Mahoney, no one is trying to start something with you. You get a knock like that at your door. And a doorbell ring at eight plus o'clock so at that, night. On that's a- what constitutes starting something with you, dude. No, I that get it. knock. I get it. I understand that, that knock. Why you'd be upset, dude. I'm talking fist to door. Mm-hmm. Like, give us an example of what a proper knock at your front door would sound like. It just sounds like a normal knock, like just a shave just a and a haircut. Two bits. Oh, that's what you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I mean, a that's a there, friendly knock. There, there is a difference between a friendly knock and an aggressive knock. Just like. A friendly honk and an aggressive honk in the there car. There is, uh, you know. Point, yeah. And this is late. This is this is way too. It's after eight p.m. You do not ring my doorbell. You do not cop knock on my door, and then you don't knock on my door and then run away. So let's, what's interesting is that this person knocked on your door and then didn't wait around. Oh, they ran. They ran. So I see it. I see the golf cart speeding away. It's right. teenagers. Ah. Uh, so your boy decided to get in his car. Oh no! Oh come on! You're so. Oh extra. yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play around at eight o'clock in the neighborhood. You bunch of clowns! <laughs> Guess who's got nothing better to do right now and reformed rage issues? <laughs> this guy right here. So get into my car. I track him down. Well, because they're in, they're, they're in a golf, golf cart, cart. <laughs> going eleven miles an hour, and these morons. These morons drove straight back to their house. Uh-huh. This is where... So what did I be- you do? This is where I become a, a better person, Dave. Okay. Younger me would have... Ran them over. Uh, I've got a... You know, used to keep a fence post in the back of my trunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat them senseless with that. Right. Uh, 42-year-old me, who's reformed his rage issues... Right. Mm-hmm. Took note of the address. Got a good look at every one of the kids. How many was there? Four. Four. Mm-hmm. More. Was and it was it a multi-seat golf cart or were all of them piled into a single seat? <laughs> there it was it was one that had the like the backwards back facing. As well. Yeah, okay. As well. So now did they I, did they see you following them if there was two kids facing backwards? It, I mean it took there was about a minute delay. So I don't right. know if they know I was the car or not, because I keep my cars in the driveway. So they they probably don't know that was my car. In the garage. In the garage. Yeah. But I know where they live and who they are now. You didn't go knock on their door aggressively, like no. I, I let it cool. I, I let it cool off because my wife was with me. And did she get into the car with you? To she did. <laughs> oh, she, my, see, here's Y'all the thing. My, so ridiculous. And, then, and here's what my wife said. She's like, just know, like, if somebody was coming in the house, I'm not standing here like a little bitch. She's like, I, I will, I will come at them like a crazy person as well. I will fight them with you. Like, we're not. I'm not going to stand around and watch you get get murked. And so, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I now know where they live. I know who they are. I wake up every day at 4 a.m. This would be a great reality show, Mahoney's Neighborhood Watch. So, and what, I'm renting this house, so I can. What, I can are, what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. I feel like I'm going to start like as my because you know I'm moving in like six months, right? When my lease is up, mm-hmm. as the time ticks down, I am going to make them and that house my bitch. 
you should sleep with their mom and break up their happy family. That sounds good. I, then my wife is going to come at me. And- <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. John is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? John, just tell us quickly about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Well, I uh, I did attend two community colleges. Uh, did not really graduate from either one of them, but I did uh, get an EMT certificate from okay. one. So kind of trade schoolish kind of thing. Sure, you got a piece of paper out of it, so that's better than Mahoney. You bet. Uh, sir, hmm? Not only did I go to three community colleges, but I also went to a broadcasting school, which I graduated with honors from. With honors? I don't know if they had honors there or not. Just making stuff up. And I didn't really have a graduation there. Like, all right, you were, you've been here for nine months. We're just going to kick you out. All right, so, John, you're going to be asked the same question as Mahoney. Mahoney is leaving the studio right now. He is going to go to a soundproof space where he is not able to hear what is going on. Uh, I'll ask you the questions, but I won't tell you if you got it right or wrong until Mahoney comes back in and he also answers the questions. Here we go with number one. What is the rarest blood type? Ooh, um, I'm going to go with type O. All right. Question number two, what do bees collect and use to create honey? Pollen. Okay. What country is made up of 7,000 islands? The Philippines. All right. Question number four. You do have a pass. You can use it whenever you want. How many popsicles would each of my kids, I've got four of them, get if there were 64 popsicles? A little math question tossed in there. Ooh, man. Uh, I'm going to say 16. 16, all right. Question number five. Which U.S. president coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick? Uh, I think that'd be one of my favorite presidents. I think there's like 45 of them. And it's one of the favorites. Uh, Woodrow Wilson. You do have a pass. Would you like to I'm use I'm going to pass on that that's a, that's now that pass. I've said that. It's a good pass. Uh, final question on what ship did the Pilgrims set sail to America? The Mayflower. Okay. All right. Mahoney can re-enter the room. Let's see how he fares. Take your time. No casual stroll here. You know I don't run? You could walk a little faster. I got stuff going on, my stomach, man. <laughs> Things are not good today. <laughs> Having issues. All right. <laughs> what is the rarest blood type? Pass. All right. Is it B? It's A B negative. Hmm. So you passed, and Did John, you know it? John got it incorrect. Hmm. He guessed O, which I would have also guessed O. Question number two: What do bees collect and use to create honey? Pollen. Chris, are we sure that we can't accept pollen as an answer for this? Because both of you said pollen, but nectar is what is listed here as the correct answer. Can we accept? I mean, they they do collect pollen, right, as well? But they, I guess if they're making They honey. do. Uh, is pollen used to make honey? I thought yeah. they kind of, you know, like collected the pollen and used some of their spit, and that kind of made the honey. Well, Dude, we'll, this is we'll the, 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 we'll We didn't know it. bees were so kinky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't matter. Both okay. you, both you That's get said, said I'm not going to argue with that one. Bees collect connect pollen because it's their primary food source. But we will, we'll okay. use that as a game. Right. Uh, question number three: Which country is made up of seven thousand islands? Indonesia. 
new. It's the Philippines. Huh. So so far, do my we know only... how many islands are in uh, Indonesia? No. Wait, can can you can, can we also look that up while we go <laughs> okay. on to the next question? Sure, Chris, Google away. Uh, it's uh, uh, seventeen thousand islands. Seventeen thousand. Yeah. Oh, because I thought that's what I thought Dave said. He, oh, he didn't alliterate really, really, yeah. properly he really as he does. should have. Seven thousand. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. You have zero correct so far, Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> Having stomach issues, man. Uh, how many popsicles would each of my four kids get if there were 64 popsicles? Uh, what? <laughs> 64 divided by four, yeah. one into 14. So that'd be, four, that'd be 18. No. Is that not right? Wait, 16. <laughs> oh, you're right. I love that the easiest math question Whatever. is the hardest one. <laughs> Whatever. Which U.S. president coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt is correct. <laughs> John went as far as to say, one of my favorite presidents of all time, oh, oh. Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yeah, man, as soon as, those, as soon as those words left my mouth, it's like, no, that's not it. <laughs> I mean, he has to have won, right? <laughs> Final question. On what ship oh. did the Pilgrims set sail to America? That is the Mayflower. The Mayflower is correct. Mahoney, you got two correct. <laughs> and John got three correct. So uh, he wins. This is David Mahoney. Mahoney, I love to see these sort of developments where, you know, people are always trying to find ways to combat things like depression. And they have found something that is just as effective for treating depression as actually taking antidepressants. And the only problem is that this is something that you'll never be able to do. I mean, what what is this, Dave? Because, I mean, this sounds like something that a lot of people here in America and across the world would be interested in. What 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 is this magic cure-all? They're saying running twice a week can be just as effective for treating depression as actually taking antidepressants. Oh, no, I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not running. My guy, my knees are still good, you know. Uh, there's just not, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the upside is going to outweigh that for me personally. But For somebody else, maybe, but me, no. The only reason why I bring this up is because you have uh, recently broken your rule of never jumping again. I did. And so I thought maybe, perhaps, you would break your rule of never running again if you knew it was so good for your mental health. The only time I will run, Dave, is if my wife's life is in danger. You won't even run if your own life is nah, in danger. I'm just hey, I'm dealing <laughs> with it. Just like ah this is this is my natural end. Yep. Yeah. This is this is how this is how this story closes. What about if my life was in danger? Yeah, you I mean you ran in high school. You you're fine. You can run. A brisk walk, nothing? Nah. I mean a brisk walk, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the speed walkers, that's speed walk, you know, like it's an Olympic sport. Man, I I, I will tell you the uh the one time that I was around you that we were supposed to be running, I think that's only happened once in our 20-year friendship, uh-huh. is we got uh, we got bullied, we got shamed into going and doing a CrossFit class together. Because Early in the days of CrossFit when we didn't really know what it was. Didn't really know what it was, and also, you know, we were still early on doing the show, and we just started doing the morning show, and so we were like, okay... You know, we got to do what we, we got to do what we need to do in order to you know set the tone that we're team players, right? right? And they're like, hey, this you know this CrossFit uh, firm wants to start advertising with the radio station, and they really want you guys to come try it out. And you know, we were younger men at the time. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's give it. That a seems go. like yeah, let's see what happens. And so we uh, we went out there and we did it. And yeah, you know, like in CrossFit classes, they have you running around the building a lot of times. Yeah, I remember 
that on lap number one, everyone started running around the building, and you started to run very briefly and then just stopped. I realized that this was not for me. You had no problem with nope. everyone lapping you and everything nope. else. You're just like, nope, I'm just going to mosey you around know the what? building. The tortoise got there. He gets there at his own pace. He still gets there. <laughs> is that how you view and yourself? He usually wins. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, you kind of just blew my mind when you made me realize there's a whole generation of drinking age adults that have no idea who Tupac is. I'm talking listening to albums back to back, nothing else, day and night for for weeks on end. And these guys have no idea who he even is. Crazy. Message yeah, that's like the oldies music. That's basically Elvis to them. But when we were born, if you were in your 40s or early 50s. They have throwback hip-hop stations now. That do very that, well. That basically just play music from Tupac and similar artists. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's you know 30, 30 years old now. Yeah. I mean, literally, like when we were growing up and we were teenagers, that was like the same thing at that but point. It's so funny because there is a generational divide, obviously, when it comes to music. And we have a, a kid who's working with us who's in college at ASU, and he was talking about how him and his buddies were celebrating because Drake just surprise released an album. And I, I'm not a Drake. I can't even name a single Drake song. I like, I like some Drake I stuff. don't know any uh, Drake no, no, at all. No, 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 no. Hotline Bling? I don't like any of that stuff. No, so like it started from the bottom? Okay, I, I, I'm I know that because it's a meme. Jump man. I'm disagreeing with Mahoney on any of this stuff. It's all it's all trash. So, but uh, this this 22 year old kid who's working with us <laughs> told us that this past weekend, him and his buddies were going out to celebrate because Drake just dropped a new album, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what do you We're mean? Go You're going together out and hang out, and yeah, listen to the album, and, and and then go out and and, and I'm just it, like, but what? then uh, you know, because we, we were talking about how weird that seemed, but then you think about. Our generation, and we were the ones that were waiting in line at midnight yep. on a Monday night, so that way Tuesday point, at midnight, you know, the new album would drop and we could go buy the CD or you know, whatever. I would talk to my dad, and, you know, he would wait in line. You know, they, they didn't wait in line for, like, a record to drop, but they would, you know, wait in line to buy tickets because tickets, that was yeah. the only way you could buy yep. them, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, in the 70s for the most part. And There's you know, a whole generation that will not understand that people used to sleep outside in of best bags outside the box office outside of Best Buy for for Black Friday and outside of the box office for any big concert coming to town that is just gone even yeah. movie tickets like I, back I, in the that's day that's right yeah people used to camp out for movie tickets i mean if you he's talking about there's a whole generation who doesn't know that i mean that there's like if you think about like literally there's a whole generation who wasn't who can drink now that were not alive on 911 yeah, yeah, that's like, that's hard for wow. us to still like wrap that. Our like, around. I mean, because that's mm -hmm. just, I mean, that's kind of a, a solid dividing point between sure. the '90s and the 2000s, and then you yep. know, generationally. And you think they were not even alive until a year after that. So, <laughs> Dad said the the young folks will never understand that we had a phone number we used to call just for the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For me, it was a dentist office. I think. I'm a temperature. Do you, do you remember the movie phone? Like, we wanted to know what time the what movies time the were movies playing. Were on. And yeah. if you got distracted, you had to start all over start and listen to it again because there's an alphabetical order. Yes. Too. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. I hope you have the worst day possible. You step on a Lego as soon as you get home. Stub your toe. Bust your face off the door. Something. I don't know. You. 
pile of monkey nuts. If that don't get him a dollar fifty in his paycheck, well then y'all can go. Have a good day, guys. Message deleted. <laughs> Thank you for ruining yes. my job here. Any any time that that Chris is like, oh yeah, this job is so easy and fun, we're like, let's ruin that for yeah. him. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. So Chris, Chris said it, all, all you know, it creates more work for him when you call the voicemail and cuss. So definitely don't do that. No. Wink. Eight three three yo dummy. Anytime. It's always open. Please leave a message after the tone. This is a question I have for Dave. Is he still trying to get his raccoon that he wants as a pet? Mm -hmm. Or has he given up on that dream? Love the show, guys. I messed up there. Love the show, guys. Bye. (laughs) Message deleted. You could have taken that out, Chris, but you chose not to. Dude, I am so overworked right now with the profanity. All right, guys? I can only (laughs) handle so much work here. To answer your question, still very much in the mix for a raccoon. Uh... Got some convincing to do with the wife. She's not totally sold that a raccoon would vibe great with our young children. I disagree. I think a raccoon would be a fantastic addition to the Farrah household. If your wife is pushing back on a raccoon, which she should know that raccoons are near and dear to you. You had a raccoon growing up. A uh, toy raccoon Rufus, named Rufus. Rufus. I had a toy, or I had a pillow named Rocky, who was also a raccoon. Who would have thought that we'd be us raccoon brothers would have come together to create one of the most mediocre radio average, shows? Yes, the most average show <laughs> ever. Seen that coming a long way. Um, but they're <laughs> the, the dumpster panda bros. <laughs> you know what? There's a movie out right now that's on Disney Plus streaming, and if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy three, mm, have, have not actually. It uh, it will make her love raccoons. It will. So you think that if I just put the right raccoon propaganda in front of her, yes. she will risk Wait, our she, child's safety. She doesn't see the hundreds of raccoon videos that you send us? No, I don't. <laughs> you I, don't send those to show those to your wife? I have certain things that I send to certain people. <laughs> if it's a horrible, crass, unspeakable joke, it's Mahoney and Bossy Rossi. If it's a raccoon, it's going to the show. Uh, if it's something about how, you know... I could be a deadbeat dad, but I'm not. It's, I'm, I'm sending it to her. It's different propaganda. <laughs> could be way worse. <laughs> this could. Could be way worse. This is bad, but it could be worse. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, we get told that we are doppelgangers for certain celebrities. I mean, you and I have been told over the years that we look like certain people, but of all of these celebrities out there that you get compared to the most, who would you say it is? I mean, my favorite would be Dave Coulier when I'm clean shaven. Mm-hmm. You know, because he has definitely had a glow up over the years. But the one that is probably most accurate is Fat Jason Siegel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he lost the weight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get, uh, I get uh, Jesse Palmer, which uh, I, I get like the Wish dot com version of Jesse Palmer, the host of The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, if they ever have a, you know, like a fourth spinoff, maybe yeah. you could host. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps they would, no one would even notice if The Bachelor is starting to do really poorly, and then you start making some budget cuts. Uh-huh. They can swap me in. I get Carson Daly a decent amount, and. Considering how Carson Daly currently looks, I think that's probably the more accurate one. You know? Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but this this is really interesting. So let me just quickly show you a picture here and, and tell me what celebrity does this look like? Oh, my. Uh, Ed Sheeran. That looks so, like crackhead Ed Sheeran. So <laughs> that is exactly right. Um, <laughs> this is over in the UK. Police are looking for this guy. His name is not Ed Sheeran. He, okay. His name is Ronnie Williams Jr., He's from Scotland, and they're looking for him for fraud. Uh, he convinced three local churches that he was Ed Sheeran. Oh, no. I it, mean, like, the meth, meth, like, if, if Ed Sheeran had been doing meth for the last 10 years straight. Every single day, like, never coming down off of the bender. Exactly. 
Uh, he even went as far as performing The Shape of You in front of the Christ Community Church last Sunday. And was uh, coherent enough to, you know, or is this when they decided that, well, wait, we may have been duped? Well, so when the, when the pastor was asked why he believed that the real Ed Sheeran would perform for $35 in a sandwich, <laughs> he said that he just assumed that Ed Sheeran had fallen on tough times. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Thirty-five dollars in a sandwich, like Ed Sheeran is I mean, a global did they tell superstar. Us what kind of sandwich? Because you know, if it's a, like a delicious, like roast beef, or you know, I actually, you know, what one of my friends had a Reuben, but with instead of uh, instead of corned beef, roast beef. You know, Mahoney, I, I am a, a person that spent many, many uh, meals at. I consume many meals. At churches over the years when I was a young man, because yeah. we went to church every single Sunday and every single Wednesday and on special occasions as well. Uh, church food, generally not that good. I don't think I've ever eaten at a church. You've never eaten never, at a church? You've never been to a single potluck Never at a been church? to a church potluck. You are missing out, my friend. Uh, well, maybe, there's still time. You know, maybe I could go pretend to be fat Jason Siegel and see if they'll pay me in sandwiches. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 